You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel on Monday, the 18th of October. This is Mark Weiss with the top news up this hour. A 44-year-old man was shot to death in the Arab village of Baina. The assailant fled in a car. The man is the 100th victim since the beginning of the year in Arab society. The cabinet yesterday approved a motion to expand the police's authority to conduct searches in an effort to quell the violence. The amendment would apply to the entire population, not just to the Arab society. It gives the police the authority to conduct a search even without a court order in cases in which there is reasonable suspicion that the search will turn up items used in crimes such as weapons. Deputy Public Security Minister Yoav Segalovich said in an interview today this is an emergency situation and we have to act accordingly. A change is being made. Battling crime also entails changing legislation. The drop in COVID-19 infection has continued. According to Health Ministry data, there are 380 people hospitalised in serious condition, of which 164 are on ventilators. Yesterday, about 840 people tested positive for COVID-19, accounting for less than 1% of the tests processed. The number of people who have died since the start of the pandemic stands at 7,999. Senior health ministry officials are concerned that another COVID-19 wave may strike ahead of winter because of the sharp drop in the number of people receiving the booster shot. Health ministry officials believe that the percentage of people between the ages of 12 and 15 who get the third vaccine dose will be low, as will the percentage of children who get vaccinated once a decision is made to make them eligible for vaccination. The medical residents organisation Mirsham announced that its members would begin to tender their personal letters of resignation this afternoon to hospitals. Their protest is to end the 26-hour shifts and has so far failed to produce a compromise acceptable to all sides. A plan to gradually reduce such shifts beginning in the periphery hospitals was rejected by the medical residents as inadequate. The state memorial for Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin will be held this afternoon on Mount Herzl in Jerusalem, marking the 26th anniversary of his assassination. The Knesset will hold a meeting this afternoon. The annual ceremony, named Ner Yitzhak, Yitzhak's candle, was held at President Yitzhak Herzog's residence with Defence Minister Benny Gantz, Supreme Court Judge Anat Baron, Vice Knesset President Eitan Ginsburg and other people and family members in Attendance, Defence Minister Gantz said, Rabin discerned the need to extend a strong and confident hand to Israel's Arab citizens and that this memorial imperative remained valid today as well in light of the plague of violence in Arab society. Swedish Foreign Minister Anne Linde began her two-day visit to Israel this morning with a meeting with President Herzog at the President's residence in Jerusalem. She then visited Yad Vashem. A very painful but crucial visit. On behalf of Sweden, I promise that we say never again and mean it. 
We will continue to take actions to combat anti-Semitism in all its forms and to make sure we never forget, she posted on Twitter. Her visit marks the end of seven years of frosty bilateral relations after Sweden recognised a Palestinian state. Israel is bracing for the possibility that a new nuclear agreement may not be signed with Iran, which will then become a nuclear threshold state. An Israeli official said Iran was stalling and that the talks were at an impasse. He said that some of the countries taking part in the talks in Vienna recognised that. The weather. Cool for the time of year and isolated rain in the north and centre. Maximum temperatures today in the main centres, Jerusalem 21, Tel Aviv and Haifa 26, Elat 31 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israel Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8pm Israel time for our one-hour news programme.